0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Moving Into Light. I am Lisa Renee, and this is episode 59. If you are new to this podcast, so glad to have you joining me today. If you have been around for a while, you may be saying, Hey, Why is this podcast not up on time? I'm going to share why in just a little bit, but thank you so much for hopping on. Moving into light is my place, my space to share the tools and the tips, the things that I do to keep my vibration high and to keep me moving into light and away from darkness. And if you're living on life right now in 2021 You may be feeling the effects of some dark things. And I don't want you to go there. I want you to stay in the light. I want you to feel good. I want your vibration to be high. I want you to be feeling an amazing supportive energy field of guides, guardians, masters, and loved ones on the other side. And the message I'm sharing today with you is a little bit different. Um, Like I said, if you've been here a while, you know, usually these podcasts release on Friday mornings at 4 a.m., And I am recording this on Sunday, January 31st. And I am intentionally a few days late. And I want to share with you the reason why shortly. But regardless of how you found me, I'm grateful that you are here. So I'd like you to just sit back and relax. Find a a comfy spot. Get a hot cup of tea. And take a nice deep breath and relax. These podcasts usually run around 30 minutes, just enough time for you to get a great walk in or do a short workout. But today, I invite you just to be still, just to let go and to release the anxiety that you may or may not be feeling and just let it go. Just join me. Join me for a little chat. And today's going to be a little different in that I want to talk to you kind of the way I would talk to a good friend. Maybe the way I'm talking to myself right now. It is Sunday, January 31st. And I've had a really tumultuous kind of 10 weeks since Thanksgiving. I've had a lot of company coming and going. Socially distanced, small groups, masks, the whole bit. Very safe. Most of them family or my my adult kids. And I'm taking a breath. (laughs) Today, on Sunday, January 31st, I am just taking a breath. And I need it. I need more than anything to take a breath and to be still. So I'm going to go into that woo-woo realm for just a minute. And I'm going to say, I'm going to pose the question, have you ever been guided or been nudged to really do something? Two days ago, um, I was sifting through emails, and I had a an email from a friend saying, I just finished The Power Is Within You by Louise Hay. You really need to read this book. Okay. I kind of made a mental note moving on. And then I got an email from Hay House, and The Power Is Within You was on sale for like $1.99 as the Kindle version. And so I thought, oh that's a sign so I downloaded it and I started reading it if you've listened to the podcast you know that I have been a Louise Hay fan for years I live by the book Heal Your Body the A to Z guide of what the illness is and and the mental causes for physical illness and all that I love that book but this is very similar and this is kind of the follow up and Early on in this book, I felt the presence of Louise Hay. I felt a calmness come over me that I knew I was being supported, I was being loved, I was being honored, I was being respected. And I just took a deep breath and I sighed it out and I said, thank you. Thank you for Louise Hay, for her walking the planet, for her journey, for the books she's written, for the community she's established, a huge thank you. I said thank you for the friend who sent me the title and for Hay House, you know, for sending out an email and putting the book on sale. And, and then I thanked myself for honoring it, for listening. Because what I realized is um, I needed this book. I needed a reminder. I needed a really strong reminder that my power is within me. I've been going through a few incredibly painful experiences um, within the past few weeks, um, within the past few years. Um, And it extends back, clear back to childhood, really, with my parents. Um, And most of us have some sort of parent issue. Um, I'm not going to share my exact issues because that would be um, sharing things that are my parents' business that are not truly mine to share. But I can say that my childhood was difficult and continuing the relationship with my parents into adulthood has not been easy. And I've done the best I could do. And I'm putting this out there today because I know that there are some of you who probably resonate. And I don't start this podcast in a negative tone, um, just to kind of give you, I guess, some background that I've been struggling with this. And I have jumped into this book, um, and it just flipped the switch, like, oh, yes, thank you, I needed this. Um, Too often, and I'm going to read straight from the book just for a minute, too often, we accept the early messages that our parents give us. We heard, eat your spinach, clean your room, or make your bed in order to be loved. You got the idea that you were only acceptable if you did certain things, that acceptance and love were conditional. However, That was according to somebody's idea of what was worthwhile and had nothing to do with your deep inner self-worth. You got the idea that you could only exist if you did these things to please others. Otherwise, you did not have permission to even exist. These early messages contribute to what Louise calls our self-talk. The way we talk to ourselves in our head, the way we think when we are thinking inside our head. The way we talk to ourselves inwardly is really important because it becomes the basis of our spoken words. It sets up the mental atmosphere in which we operate and we attract experiences to us in this way. If we belittle ourselves, life's going to be very little. If we love and appreciate ourselves, then life can be a wonderful, joyous gift. Um, I started this book and I was like, wow. Because I'm in the middle of a parental struggle, and really there's not much I can do except send love, send light, send blessings. Um, She writes, I know it sounds scary to be responsible for our lives, but we really are, whether we accept it or not. If we want to be responsible for our lives, we've got to be responsible for our mouths. The words and the phrases that we say are extensions of our thoughts. And I was like, wow. <laughs> it was one of those moments where the light bulbs were going off. Um, I was feeling myself vibrate because it's so much of what I needed to hear just in that moment. Negative self-talk that stems from what we've heard when we were young is so much a part of who we are as adults unless we can re um, rewrite those words unless we can rehear the messages or change the tapes that are going on in our head and I've sat with this for the past few days and I didn't record the podcast on Thursday because I didn't feel ready and if you know me you know that I I take the spirit nudges very very seriously I listen to my intuition if I feel something isn't timely if it isn't right I take a breath and I sit with it for just a while until it feels right so I sat with the podcast and I didn't do it and I didn't record it and now I'm here because what has happened in the past three days for me is that I realized I was doing a lot of things in my life because I felt like they were shoulds. Um, Should is a word Louise Louise Hay writes. Should is a word that my ear is very attuned to. Many people live their lives in shoulds. I'm putting air quotes around the word should. Often I'll hear people use a dozen shoulds in a paragraph. These same people wonder why their lives are rigid or why they can't move out of a situation. They want control over things they can't control. They're making themselves wrong or making someone else right. And then they question why they aren't living lives of freedom. And here's what got me. We can also remove the expression have to from our vocabulary and our thinking as well. When we do, we release a lot of self-imposed pressure on ourselves. We, can, we create tremendous pressure by saying, I have to go to work. I have to do this. I have to. I have to. I have to. She writes, instead, let's begin to say, I choose to. I choose to go to the work because it pays the rent right now. I choose to have this relationship because it fulfills me. Choose to puts a whole different perspective on our lives. And everything we do is by choice, even though it may not seem to be so. Now, I'm going to stop reading from Louise book. But here's what triggered me. Have to. I have a list. I have my calendar. If you know me at all, you know that I love to keep a calendar of things I have to do. And over the past three days, I came to the conclusion that I don't really have to do a lot of the things that I've been doing. I just don't have to. And I've decided. To make a switch for the month of February and I'm only doing things that I choose to now, before you jump in and say that's a really overprivileged kind of thing to do there are certain things that I, I have to do um, but there are a lot of things that I have dominion over that I can make a choice with And one of those things is my free time. And so what I decided to do for February is to be very conscious in my choosing. And I have chosen to be off of social media. If you follow me on Facebook, I will be silent. I'm on hiatus. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm on hiatus. I will be answering my emails and my text messages and my Facebook messengers because there are clients who reach out and there are people who I need to communicate with. And so I'm not cutting myself off from the world. But what I am cutting myself off from is mindless scrolling on Facebook. It's time-consuming scrolling and watching Instagram stories. Um, I'm going to make a better choice on how I spend my free time. I'm still going to record my podcast and after today um, it'll be back on the regular Friday at 4am schedule but I want to be more aware of consciously making choices. I want to do the things that I'm choosing to do where I'm choosing to put my time where I'm choosing to put my energy not where I feel like I have to. I've spent a lot of my adult years doing things that I thought I had to do because of the expectations of other people. Um, Taking care of people because I felt it was expected. Um, Helping people who had the expectation that I was here to help them. And the truth of the matter is I am a sovereign adult. I can make my choices as to where I put my time and energy. And why would I put time and energy into people who don't give back to me? Why would I put time and energy into social media when it doesn't really serve me? And it's in some ways it does serve me. I've found a lot of new clients. I've met a lot of interesting people. But it doesn't serve me to spend my free time there. I miss reading books. I want to be more present every day and interestingly today the 31st of January has been my first day without social media and I put up my post today that I was going on hiatus and that I was um, going to be gone until at least March 1st and um, then I took my son out and we were shoveling snow and we were playing in the snow and having a snowball fight and cleaning off our cars under another winter storm advisory here in the rural mountains of West Virginia and it occurred to me wow I could take some cute photos of him and post them on social media and then I thought no I'm not first of all I'm off social media second of all why would I do that Well, I would do that to share his smile with the world because he has this gorgeous little smile. And people would like that photo and that would feel good. But what feels even better is to simply be present with my three-year-old and play in the snow. My phone was inside on my dresser all morning. And I realized in that moment that it was a mind shift taking place. I was choosing to not be attached to my phone and to social media and to Instagram and Facebook and whatever. I was making a really conscious choice. And so I'm glad I waited to share today's podcast and to record it today because there's so much more clarity than what was kind of bubbling under the surface when I would have normally recorded this past Thursday. When we take out the have to and we can say, I choose to, it lifts a weight. I would encourage you as a listener to listen to your words, listen to your self-talk when you use the word, I should, or I have to. Can you change that language to, I choose to? And if you don't want to choose, and it's something that's optional in your life, then choose otherwise. Otherwise. That's taking your power back. You know, that is really listening to your internal system that says, no, I wouldn't choose that. I'm making myself do that because I feel obligated and I don't have to. So I'm not going to. And that's kind of where I've been the past two days. And I've really been working through the idea of should or have to. And I choose to. If you have not read The Powers Within You by Louise Hay, I would strongly urge you. It's a really short book. I would encourage you to give it some time and attention. Um, I know that not everybody needs to step away from social media. Uh, That's just the thing I'm choosing to do for February. Again, absolutely no judgment. I have loved social media for years. I love it keeping track of, um, you know, friends. I've lived in a lot of different states And it's so cool to connect with people that I've known throughout my life as at different phases. Um, I've done a lot of different jobs. I've done a lot of traveling. I've met a lot of interesting people. I have clients all over the world. And social media allows me to connect with them. So if that is a disappointment to you, my apologies. Um, But for the next month, I'm going to consciously choose where I put my time and energy. And um, I wouldn't say everybody needs to get off social media and figure out what's important to them and figure out where to consciously put their energy. But what I would say is really become conscious about the word should or the phrase I have to and see how many times you can change it to I choose to because it's such a shift. When we are making conscious choices, we are vibrating at a higher level than when we are working from a place of obligation. And you know those tapes that we had when we were young, the things that became kind of, you know, melded into our internal systems when we were quite young, toddlers, preschool age, um, those things are hard to shake. And you really have to dig in deep to go into those things and think, gosh, am I doing this because I love it, because I'm choosing to, am I making this choice? Or am I doing this because this is what I was programmed to do as a child? And unfortunately, I am coming head to head with some things that I am doing now as a conscious adult that I do because of programming when I was quite young. And so, I am also in the next month of February going to spend some time reprogramming, recalibrating, recentering myself with some new ideas and some new ways of thinking. And I don't think it will be an easy February. Probably the kind of month that pulls a lot of tears. But I also, too, know. That those are the kinds of situations where we look at that dark time of the soul, the dark night of the soul, and we work through it. And we learn the lessons and we come up with the um, ideas and we see the clarity and it reshapes itself. And we come out renewed, rejuvenated. That's where I want to be come March 1st. And I don't want to share it on social media. And I want to be more conscious of... What I'm choosing and how I'm choosing. Um, Our thoughts are really powerful. Start listening. I would invite you to start listening to the talk that goes on in your head. If you're hearing yourself using negative or limiting words, and this is straight from Louise Hay's book, Change them. Change them. When you are out with other people, begin to listen to what they say and how they say it, and see if you connect what they say with what they are experiencing in their life. So many people are living their lives in the shoulds, and not the I choose tos. Um, I don't know how you're living. And I know it's tough because we all have parents. We all had a childhood experience. We all had a journey from birth to age 10 or to 15 or to age 20. And those experiences shaped us so very much. And so and and I know there are people out there who have had wonderful birth childhood experiences. But I also know that there are a lot of people who carry a lot of angst, who not necessarily blame their parents, but wish it had been different, or wish their parents had known better or known more. And I have my own story. I've shared bits and pieces, and I will never share all of it, but I've shared enough um, through my podcast and through my work that... If you've listened for a while, my childhood wasn't easy, but a lot of people haven't had easy childhoods. But I also know I hold both of my parents in love and in compassion because their childhoods created who they were, who they are, how they are. And my childhood brought me to this point in my journey. And I know that your journey through childhood brought you to your right now and if you are looking back and thinking gosh I wish it had been different try to see it with love and compassion don't feel obligated just feel like you are making conscious choices now and maybe looking at it now you can make different choices than you ever have in the past I know I am. I'm making new choices. I feel like I'm on a, a new adventure. I'm setting a new course for myself and it feels really exciting. It's been an exhausting couple of months. You know, that that tired, worn out kind of feeling. That's where I've been. But I also feel like the switch flipped and it's time for me to go inward. And maybe that's part of being in the the mountains in a rural area where I'm pretty isolated. Winter is cold and harsh and Daylight is less, but I've got time and I'm grateful for the time and I'm grateful for the, the winter darkness because I know that I want to use this time of, of stillness and hibernation and quiet to reset so that I am ready to kind of blossom in the spring to allow my petals to open up in the spring and really dive into my my life's work. This is not to say that I am not seeing clients, because I've certainly I'm, I have several people on this on the books. I can't wait to work with you as always. I'm eternally grateful. But if you you know reach out on social media, make sure you're sending me a text or an inst, um a text or a, a Facebook Messenger. Um, message or an email I will be happy to meet with you but I'm stopping the scrolling I'm stopping sharing parts of myself that I feel obligated to just put out there for others and instead of taking photos and and sharing and doing stories I'm gonna spend that time going inward playing with my son um, guiding my adult kids building my business And doing the things that I choose to do, I want to be conscious about choosing to put my time and energy into the things that that feed my passions and that fuel me. So you get the idea. Life is short. And in some ways, life is eternal. But for right now, um, I'm going to be conscious with my choices. And I would love to invite you to look at the upcoming month of February And set some goals for yourself. Maybe you do want to spend less time on social media or less time scrolling. And maybe it's not as drastic as what I'm trying to do. Maybe you just make sure that you don't do that scrolling within the first two hours that you're awake. And you make sure you dedicate some time in the morning to meditation or prayer instead of going straight to your phone. Little changes make a big difference. But making sure we're conscious, we are living consciously so important it's such a big one right now and I know you get the message and I know that those people who need this podcast are the exact people who tune in and I know that the words I am guided to share are needed by somebody out there or I wouldn't be sharing them and I say that with so much love and gratitude for those of you who do log on and who do listen and who do reach out Um, I have gotten a few emails lately from people who truly do listen and do relate and do resonate with moving into light. And I'm, I'm grateful for that every time I hear from you as listeners. So feel free to reach out when you feel the urge. I hope you are well. I hope you are healthy and happy and whole. And you are ending January of 2021 with renewed purpose, I hope you are in the middle of this winter season here in the States and you are feeling the sense of change. You are feeling the shifting that's going on because the shifting is real. Our energetic vibrations are really shifting. And sometimes it feels easier than others. But I would encourage you to be aware, be conscious, and Tune in to the shifts and tune in to your own intuition. Your internal knowing is so powerful. I know that it is. I know that you are tapped in. You're turned on. You're tuned in to the spirit realm. Give it time. Don't ignore it. Don't push it down. Just allow it. Accept it. Surrender to it. And be open to all those messages that are coming in because they are so valuable. All of that said, I'm going to remind you that there is not a sacred circle meditation the first Wednesday of February. I am canceling that. Um, If you are part of my wellness consulting Facebook group, the Monday night lives that are on the schedule will be canceled until March. Um, I am still working. I'm still meeting with clients. I'm still doing nutritional counseling. I'm still doing wellness consulting and intuitive healing sessions. And I'm still doing the podcast. But otherwise, you're going to hear a little less from me this month. And I think it's a good thing. So if you are being brave, if you are deciding to do your February a little bit different, I would love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. It's Lisa Renee, intuitivehealer at gmail.com. And let me know how you are choosing consciously to make February for you a little bit different. I love you all. I thank you so much for tuning in to Moving Into Light and for making this space a positive, high vibrational frequency space. If I can be of service to you, please reach out. My website's www.lisa-renee.com and I would love to hear how you are switching up your February, so don't hesitate to reach out. Lisa Renee Intuitive Healer at gmail.com. I will speak to you next Friday. Have a beautiful week.